this being my uh, third project. I'm feeling good, man. Went through a lot of changes. I mean, in the process of this getting this done, so I just hope this hit home the way I expected to. You know what I mean? I got a lot of dope beats on there, a lot of dope producers, a lot of dope artists. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just wanted to have fun with a disco round, so you know what I mean? We're gonna do it right. You know what I'm saying? It's the regular show. To do. Living radical, but I ain't mad at you. Niggas had to chew, so for me, I picked the latter two. Welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. What up, though? This is episode 129, Death Row Norm. Got the band back in the motherfucking building. Got Norm, got Stacy. We ain't even about to hold y'all up. We gonna get straight into the playlist. I know the last couple weeks we kind of, you know, just doing straight talking. Just a little experiment I wanted to do, you know, but we back to doing a playlist. Can we pick which playlist? 127 or 128? Oh, we didn't. What, what you want to do, Stacey? I, I couldn't decide. I was about to say, I'm going to leave with one. Both them bitches was dope. I broadened my horizons a lot more, and I started to think like I was y'all, what? both of y'all. So, and in turn, and that was again as the brain goes on, and each week goes on, I start thinking about more shit. So, in the next couple of weeks, like after we do these two playlists, I want y'all to make the playlist, like okay. in a sense. So, I that's why I like I I loved how you did those playlists and y'all picked the songs and you said why and stuff like that. So I just really wanted to pull that that back in so like you're still able to be heard outside of your view on music. Okay. Um and Norm just having having like Mob Deep records on there which kind of makes me go look for the knowledge on Mob Deep, Mob Deep, and uh, what else I have Nas and shit like that. Like so, that's pretty much where I'm at. And I've been thinking about this for like the last couple of weeks, but I just been so busy on like just putting out notes for whenever I record again and shit like that. So um, let's see. Let me look at the first questions that I had with that. So it's twenty seven and twenty eight, right? Mm-hmm. Shit, I got too many notes in this notepad. Um, because when we did the when we did the show last week, no, yeah, I didn't even know, touch we, the playlist. I, I remember we were just talking, yeah, we were shooting the shit, nigga. We don't pass the fucking ball. Yeah, we were shooting the shit. Yeah, uh, I, I fuck with it. All right, so um, y'all want to start with all right? So playlist, I say y'all want to start with Nas halftime. Or Method Man, Red Man, LL Cool J, Ja, Four Seasons. I'll go at halftime. Alright, bet. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so now we're on the playlist. Uh, let's start with Nas, Halftime. Illmatic dropped 26 years ago. What's the most underrated song on there? And 
was the producer was that the producer's best work? Hmm. Some of the good producers on that album, though. Yeah, there's nothing but classic producers on there. Um, I feel like it's either uh, it's probably between um, Represent and Memory Lane. Yeah, memory lane. And, and ironically, both of those songs were produced by Premier. Huh. What is Premier's best era? I'd say from like 94 to 04. Would that technically be the Jiggy era? Is that, is that the Jiggy era? Oh. I, 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 probably. Probably. Jiggy era. Uh, I would think Jiggy era is. Wait, Jiggy era is like Bad Boy, right? Like flashy, cause even um, so that's Dave like tried it with right. So I I want to say that's like ninety seven to ninety nine, ninety eight. No, can you skip ninety eight? Because ninety eight had some really good albums, but yeah, it did it did. It did. I don't want to say it's just ninety six, ninety six, ninety seven. Mm-hmm. I think that was a yeah. Favorite premiere record. Man, you asking a lot. I know. I'm in my parting bag. I'm parting people. To bring it down to fucking one, but all right, I'm gonna do it within the last five years. Um, I can't do it overall because it's not just one, but within the last five years, um, it'll probably have to be this joint by uh, Evidence called You. Love that fucking beat. Like, Premier killed that shit. And the song all together, I've never heard evidence on a Premier beat. The song was amazing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, within the last five years, it's probably it. How much you think? Didn't he produce a million? A million and one? Sure did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure the fuck did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I heard another song that would trump that, but for now, I'm going to go with that. Man, shit. Whew. I I don't I don't have a favorite, but I just love I've always loved how he scratched different records into songs. That is like one of my top things. It, it made me appreciate DJ so much more. You know he got me an A cause of um Oh shit, what's the Nas song that he produced? Nas was like, I got an A because of DJ Premier. Really? Yeah, because I had to do an English project where you pick a song and you have to pick out like the, the antonyms and like little shit like that. And I did the, I did it on that. And my teacher fucking loved the curse words at all. She didn't care. Yeah, she just liked yeah, the way yeah. the song broke down. That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Shout out, shout out to Aleem. Aleem said he utilized hip hop. Um, in college to, to help him with I think a history class or an English class and um, oh man I forgot what album it was that he used it on similar to your situation um, but that's that's pretty dope hip hop dog rap history yep rap history rap <laughs> history oh man next up we got Biggie's Party and Bullshit this song debuted on uh, Who's the Man soundtrack oh yeah Um, I recently watched Who's the Man Oh, probably like I think it was like last week randomly. That was a probably one of the first like hip hop comedies in a sense. Considered like Crush Groove and none of that. I love that movie. Yeah, me too. And yeah. Lover and Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of people in it. It was 
There's a lot of motherfuckers in that motherfucker. Yeah, yes uh, it was. Yes it was. Yeah. Everybody was in that shit. Ice cool. tea in that motherfucker. Fucking Busta Rhymes. Mad niggas. Busta pulled him over because he when he was smoking. Right. I actually seen my uncle in there too. When um when uh who was that? They fucked up somebody haircut. Oh man. Oh, man. Was, Barbers, that's right. Yeah, uh, it was barbers and shit. But uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Who's the Man was a hip-hop comedy, two barbers getting fired and become cops. An all-star movie of hip-hop artists from that time period made, made an appearance. Party and Bullshit, which uh, sidebar, Puffy executive produced that soundtrack, which is crazy as shit. Um, a young Puffy executive producing something like that. But um, Party and Bullshit and You Don't Have to Worry by Mary J. Blige was on the soundtrack. It was five singles off this soundtrack with the way the world is today. Do you think something like that is possible? Yeah, with EPs. Mm. And as short as they are. Yeah. EPs has just become the wave. I feel like it's a lot so, easier to, to package five songs and just put it out fast as possible. Yeah, and people yeah. with attention spans ain't really like they used that, to be. That's what right. People with attention spans is short, bro. Like, when I put out the fifth lab, I was kind of nervous. It was only three songs and shit, but I was like, yo, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, producers suggest that shit to me all the time. They be like, yo, let's get a joint and let's do three joints, four joints, and put out an EP. I'm like, that's really the wave now, like you said. You know what I mean? Mm. That's why I fuck with Flea. That's yeah, why yeah, I fuck exactly. with Flea. Because Flea understands that the, nothing stops this world. Like, right. the music has to come out. If we got it, put it out. I think Tupac has said some shit like that. Like, you could do all that shit when I leave. Just let me right. let me record and go ahead about my business and shit. Indeed. But um, do you think a movie like something like Who's the Man can be done in this this era of hip hop? And if so, who would you like to direct and produce the movie? Oh man, what's his name? He produced, like he did so many videos in the nineties and he did Jay Z videos. He Hype Williams? Yes. Hmm. I think Hype Williams can, can do it. Hype, I mean, did I he do Belly? He yeah, he did. I think he, he did. I think he can do it now. I think he could do it now. You're right. I don't think niggas is cool enough. All the niggas in that movie was cool. Like mm -hmm. everybody in that movie was cool as shit. They gonna put like Quavo in there and Offset, whole bunch of corny Atlanta niggas. Everybody, you know, like, I can see Griselda. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. All right, um, yeah, I mean, if somebody did it right yet, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. somebody just like picked the surface level niggas. They just put the baby in there. Baby, he be a terrible actor. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even see that being dope. You know what I'm saying? Put Young Thug in there somewhere. Young Thug's probably a great actor, though. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, well, he probably is, yo. Yo. Yeah, he's a great actor. That nigga's very entertaining. I don't listen to his music at all, but he's very entertaining. I can't get with his music. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he can. You know what I mean? Uh, but uh, yeah, if niggas did it right, like you said, if Hype directed that shit, yeah, you know what I mean? Niggas casted it right. Yeah, I feel like it'd be dope, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Rick from Mamou, I don't even know how to say his last name, but the nigga that did Brown Sugar, throw him in there, get it popping. Y'all niggas, look, man, we, 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 we giving y'all niggas content, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Make it, you know what I'm saying? But nah, yo, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. I, I like to see that. They making uh, remakes of everything anyway, so I was like, why not? Yeah. I see. Um, 
Next up, we have an artist by the name of No Cat, song called Blind Blinding Lights. A new artist I randomly found on a playlist of mine. Um, found out he's from Mobile, Alabama. He signed to NBA Youngboy. Auto-tune heavy, but I like the music. It's kind of weird for me, though. Thoughts on a new generation using auto-tune on records? I mean, who's done it recently? I can't think of anybody who's recently done it. Um, Travis Scott does it a lot. Oh yeah, he does, he does it, it a lot. Uh, this kid, I, I NBA YoungBoy, the stuff that I've heard recently, um, and prior, I, I've only like about two, two NBA YoungBoy songs, so I can't really speak for his like catalog if it's all consumed by that. But um, yeah, I'm sure. yeah, Tory Lanez has it. Tory, yeah, it just, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think niggas use it right. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... That's just... A, I think it's meant to be more melodic. I don't think they use it to their advantage. You know what I'm saying? I think they use it to... You know what I mean? I guess blend out their bad vocals. Like, when they hit a note. Because, you know, niggas can't sing like that. But... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They use it for whatever reason. Like, T-Pain used it. That shit was groovy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... He definitely used it to his advantage. That's what I'm saying. That shit was groovy. I think these niggas just use it just to use it. A lot of niggas use it. But like I said, they can't sing, so that helps them out. You know what I mean? But I don't really, I don't really care for it. What's a song that was ruined by auto-tune for you? Hmm. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Ruined by auto-tune. I don't know, because if it was ruined by auto-tune, it's probably it's a bad song already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if, if it took that to ruin it, you know what I mean? Probably ain't take that much to ruin it. You know what I mean? And auto tune shouldn't ruin your song if you use it right. So, yeah, I mean, I can't even think of nothing. But it's a lot of them, so it's kind of just something not worth thinking of. What you got, though, Stacey? Mm, Love Lockdown by Kanye West. Ooh, that's amazing. Damn. That's amazing. Damn. You know what? I'm with you on that. And Trey Songz definitely had a better version of that shit too, without auto tune. Oh, no. oh, that beat was song. that beat was nice though. Yeah, the beat was cool. Oh my god, it's just so powerful. <laughs> the beat was cool, but I definitely yeah. had the big drums. Hmm. 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 Mm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, next up, we got Mob Deep, Shook Ones 2. All right, so as we talked about it, prior episode, Mob Deep infamous album dropped April 25th, 1995, 25 years ago. How did Mob Deep's style impact the East Coast sound of hip-hop at the time? Nigga, the stories I done heard, man, like, that shit, that shit, like, put a flame on the nigga's ass, because, like, being at the tunnel and all that type of shit, like, they was, like, the, the theme song for just street, I mean, yeah, the theme music for street shit at the time, you know what I mean? Like, you look at the video of the Survival of the Fittest joint, you know what I mean? They said Diddy came through and all that shit, like, that shit was crazy. And, um, like I said, my, I, just, I just wish I was dead, because you could see it in the pictures, you know what I mean, in the old videos, how much niggas gravitated to it, you know what I mean? You think about Queensbridge back then, like, yo, it was, a, it was definitely a breath of life. I, I don't know, like, for me, I mean, I was still young, I was in elementary school or whatever, but this is all I still listen to, Mother Never, like, 
bar me from anything ever. I always just want to listen to this. But, like, we were living in Queens at that time, and I loved it because, like, they looked like the dudes in my neighborhood. They talked like the dudes in my neighborhood. We were living in Queens, but still, like, it was, like, relatable. Like, oh, so this is what the guys who look like this in my neighborhood talk about. Talk about, right. That's good. And, um... So let's keep it mob deep. We got the uh, <laughs> we got mob deep, the infamous interlude. I picked this song because this shit screams norm to me. It sounds exactly like norm. The nigga was the nigga Pete was talking like I don't give a fuck about that. And when you see me, <laughs> when you see, no, when you see <laughs> I'm yeah, that shit, son. I'm trying to say I'm a little skinny motherfucker. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't super nigga, whatever. It's all about who gets nigga. I grew up on that shit. Son, nigga, say what he said to him. I mean, about to get on some more high school shit, start punching niggas in their face for living. I'm like, yes, that's yes, prodigy, yes. Yo, that, was that was no, that was no, that's no. That's so dope because prodigy and half the niggas was small, bro. Like, yeah, these small niggas, so it's perfect for me. Like for those of y'all that listen to the podcast and don't know me, I'm tiny, my nigga. You know what I mean? I'm five seven, like a, a hundred thirty something pounds. I'm wild small, but I will cause you bodily harm. Mm-hmm. Do not think that. You know what I mean? So that's why I just enjoyed that because I'm like, son, it, it resonated with me so deeply. It was just where my attitude was that I just agreed because being small like that, you know what I mean? Niggas would try you. You had to, you know what I mean, show that you wasn't no sucker. And to hear how unapologetic he was, to hear how serious he was, you get what I'm saying? Like, nigga wasn't joking. You know what I mean? I, I love that shit, bro. And I think that, yeah, shit like that, this shit put a battery in and niggas like me back. You know what I mean? Just. That shit is classic, bro. I need to talk some shit like that on one of my albums. I would love to hear that. Oh, <laughs> I would love to hear that. Is this the most complete Mob Deep album? Um, it's one of them. One of them. They, they, had, a, they had a good run with that. Um, Hell on Earth and Murder Music. Mm-hmm. That three that three album run was flawless. Like, it shit just it sounds like the 41st side, bro. It literally sounds like the 41st side, like... Fucking, you go to Queensbridge, you know what I mean? And you look at, like, what it's hitting for and all that. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to hell. Like, yeah, that's definitely what the fuck Maul Deep and I was talking about. You can just feel that essence, you know what I'm saying? And from fucking that, what else? Uh, 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 fucking, what, what's, the, what's the song on Murder Mute? Fucking Quiet Storm, all that shit, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they was killing shit from, like, 94, 95 to 98, 99. They was killing shit. Mm. So... I do want to pose this question. Now, I know Pete was very close with Flea and Griselda. Mm-hmm. But, let's say you had the opportunity of, let's say, uh, A&Ring, the, the Nets Mob Deep album. Let's say, given Prodigy is alive and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. But, what would you like from them? Would you like, would you like, a collaboration, full full length. This full length album we talking about too. Would you rather a collaboration with someone from Griselda, or like I'm talking about like artists? So like Mob Deep doing a whole project with Westside Gun. Mob Deep doing a whole project with Benny. One one project with Conway, or to have Derringer produce a full Mob Deep LP. Why is that? Versus because, um, picking one of the artists. That's because uh, I feel like it'll get redundant 
after a while. You know what I mean? Like with that, don't do don't do a, a, a album, do a mixtape. You get what I'm saying? Because I feel like it'll just I don't know. I just I feel like it wouldn't be perfect. You know what I mean? You want something like that, something like that. You want it to be perfect. You get what I'm saying? I feel like a mixtape would be better because it'd be more uninhibited. But with Damringer, you can get them niggas on a feature and get that one song that's like, yo, that's fire. You get what I'm saying? I feel like with Westside and them, they're going to do a full-length project with guys like that. I feel like it'll sound better with uh, Raekwon and Ghost. It's because it's a, oh. bit more of a, a bit more of a contrast. You get what I'm saying? Like okay. with them, it's a bit more similar. You know what I mean? Not even lyrical content, just like the delivery. Like they got that that same grimy delivery. You know what I mean? It's kind of monotone. You know what I mean? With Conway and shit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you could kind of put him and P on the same level almost. You get what I'm saying? Just how they rhyme and what they rhyming about. You know what I mean? I would rather hear fucking Ray Kwan on the flip side or Ghost on the flip side. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it'll blend a little better. I know I've always drawn the comparison of Westside being like 50 Cent. But, um, Stacey, what do you think? You think if Ma Deep was like still together as a group and giving Prodigy is a lie, do you think they would have signed to Griselda? I don't know. I mean, it's not a bad fit. Do yeah. you think that's Good. a better fit than them being signed to G Unit? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. I could see them putting out way more music without issues with Griselda too. Right. Way more. You probably you probably would have got all four of those options that I gave Norm. Shit. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> we really got all that shit. Um, that's that we got Biggie. Hope you niggas sleep. Featuring the Hot Boys. Hot Boys with Biggie. Oh god. It wasn't it's I don't oh wait. That <laughs> just I don't I don't I lost words. Um <laughs> uh, do you think he would have did this if he was alive? You think he would have been reluctant, though? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, but, but like, during that time period and all that shit, then with Diddy and shit, I don't know, yo, that's what I'm saying, I don't, I don't know how things could have went, this nigga changed his name to P. Diddy, you know what I'm saying, I don't know if he would have did that if Big was alive, so, I definitely think, hearing different stories, like, now, from different people and shit, when it came to the music, hearing how Big was reluctant to do certain things, you know what I mean, I definitely think he would have been, but, who knows, man, that, that bag might have been talking. That's a fucking yeah. fact, that's a, that's a fact. I don't, um, I, I always think about, would he have stayed on Bad Boy? Right. Would he have, um, did something like, um, I remember we talked about this, like, like a like a year ago about Dame Dash talking about that Big was finishing up his bad boy contract and going to do the commission on Rockefeller but I can't for the the person that he showed the world to be I couldn't see him becoming another person's artist again right I just, it just it did it did not make sense it it didn't make sense being an artist like on bad boy being a marquee artist at that it's like, why would I go somewhere else and do something like that? I mean, I can understand like a group project, but I, another solo project, I couldn't see that. Right. I mean, he kind of was already starting to recruit with Junior Mafia, if you yeah. really right. think about yeah. it. He was already kind of walking down that road. Mm -hmm. Right. That is a fact. That is a fact. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that, I, 
I had to, I, just, I accept it for what it is. I like I'm I always been like a big BG fan, so it was cool to hear that. That was a a younger Wayne. So for all the people that's always like, oh Wayne been nice. Mm -hmm. He wasn't the nicest in the crew until later on, and that and I want to say that came with everybody leaving, and he had no choice but to be nice. So. Shout out to uh, shout out to the hot boys, man. Um, next up we got Stat Bundles refreshing off the Bird Gang mixtape. Um, mob. Do you feel Jim Jones has honored Stat Bundles' legacy since his death in two thousand and seven? No, not Jim. I feel like um, I mean, I don't. You know what? Let me not say that because I don't, I don't even pay enough attention to Jim, so I'm not really like on the nigga Instagram, so. Forgive me for that, but I mean, I feel like everybody else, though, you know what I mean? It's fucking Fall Rock niggas, even Shanks, God bless his soul, Max, you know what I mean? Even fucking Sky Zoo, like niggas you wouldn't expect, you know what I mean? Niggas is holding stack down, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like I would see it more with Jim, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I don't like I said, I could be wrong, so I ain't gonna pass judgment on him. I don't pay attention enough to it. How do you, what, what do you think, brother Corey? You know what uh, I mean? You, you be in the loop. Um, I, I'm, I'm with you, no. My opinion, I feel like one, I I don't know. The only thing that I really remember him saying anything about stats or a dedication to stats was probably the Brooklyn freestyle that Fab song on the second Bird Game mixtape. It was Jim Jones had a verse on the Brooklyn joint and he shout stats out. But outside of that, I can't I can't say that I know. Any other time that he said anything. The only reason I, I brought this up because I seen that um French and Jim Jones had squashed the beef and they talked about doing like some sort of like far rock day for stacks and chinks or something like that. French was saying that he was doing it for chinks and then he brought up stacks too. But it's kinda like I feel like French has upheld his friendship with chinks yeah. way yeah. more. Way more. Even even his relationship with Max B is like you could tell French is a real friend. I don't know what the fuck is going on with French now because I feel like every day is something new with him. But uh, he just he seemed like a, a real friend, and I I don't think I'm not understanding the business. And maybe it was just business with Stacks and Jim Jones. Who knows? But right, right. He just you know God rest him, bro. One of one of the best rappers. That's a fact. Ever. Whole ass fact. Like, you know, similar how you feel about, like, Big L is how I feel about Stacks. Mm-hmm. You know. Shout out to Far Rock. Um, let's see. And next up, we got, uh, Waka Flocka Flame. Um, <laughs> oh, let do it. Uh, this song started in the streets, for sure. Listening to, listening back to the record, I'm like, dog, this shit probably had no business being on the radio. <laughs> Who do you feel decides what is considered a hit record? Strippers. God damn it, I love you, Stacey. <laughs> Absolutely right. Do you think, um, okay, you said that, but does that vary of where you're at in the world? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, certain states aren't necessarily known for their strippers. Not every place is known for, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Because you have uh, the strip club 
like you said, I in think, Atlanta, Miami, yeah. and then New York, I, you I think got it's radio. just the, the club period, honestly. I mm-hmm. think it's the club all together. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, the strip club is pretty much like the club, like, you know what I mean? The club that you would want to go to, but the regular club is that shit banging there, you know what I mean? You take it from the strip club to that club, and then people banging it in their car. No, so I think Stacy, right, yeah, because even if you don't go to the strip club or whatever, or strip club shit ain't big in your, your area, you know what I mean? Somebody else might have heard it or whatever the case, and you heard it in your club, and you know what I mean? Took it outside, and then that shit banging in the neighborhood or banging in the store that you work at, whatever the case. Do you feel like the final step is the radio? I think so. At least, at least up here, at least up here, I know it's different in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Cause y'all niggas like support the shit out y'all artists. Right. Up here, yeah, I think so. Cause people will hear something on the mixtape from months ago and then be like, it's on the radio now. I'm like, yo, I heard that shit last year. You get what I'm saying? Um. Uh, let's say 20 years from now, do you think the radio will be in a position that it be non-existent? Or do we need radio as a form of entertainment? Not not the radio that we have, not the program director radio and all that shit. I think it'd be a lot more fan base, a lot more um, consumer driven. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you look at satellite radio and things like that, it seems like they like deliver to what the people want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And the regular radio is just like network television, like it's just on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, now I, I definitely think that type of radio will become obsolete because. People got so much, like, you got access to everything. You can ha- have your own radio station on your phone. You get what I'm saying? And you ain't got to skip shit. So, I definitely think it's going to fade out. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to fade out completely. I don't think it's going to be as big as it is. Hmm. Ah, shit. Um, here's my thinking, right? As big as podcasts are becoming, right? I kind of feel like I could see podcasting becoming... Radio. Yeah, much agreed. Much agreed. Um, and I feel it, it's obviously it's way more freedom, way more freedom. You you pretty much control the narrative. Right. Is I think between podcasting and like digital uh, streaming platforms like Apple and Tidal, eventually that will be available in cars. In a sense of you, yeah. that would be the radio, and it's way more freedom in it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, just in my in my thinking. Shout out to Wild Flock. I remember that remix though. It had uh, Puff and Ross on it. Ah, uh, and Gucci. Puff always find a way to jump on like them hot ass records and do some screaming and shit. <laughs> I saw this nigga, man. My man play a, a, a B2K video, and this nigga just dancing in the back. I'm like, you're like 37 right here. Damn, <laughs> boy, looking like a creep. A weirdo, yo. I mean, the, I'm a death row. The, uh, <laughs> yo, look, yo, I'd have definitely went to death row. I'd have definitely went to death row. Wow. Tell me more. No, I'm very curious about this. I just, look, yo, first off, Puff was, you know what I mean, butt raping Nick's contracts. Okay, like, true that. You don't, even, you don't even hear about Danny Kane no more. You know what I'm saying? 
fucking the locks had to fucking go from fucking there to rough ride. It was just so everybody got the same story with Puff. You get what I'm saying? And I'd have I'd have put hands on. Him, you know what I'm saying? And fucking it just seemed like Death Row was just was more about it at that time. Like Brandon, yeah, they was just focused on Pac and all that shit, Pac and Snoop or whatever. Because I know they I know they definitely had their issues. Don't get me wrong, but. It just didn't. It didn't seem like all the semantics. You get what I'm saying? Stress on seem like. You know what I mean? I'm sure I'd have learned my lesson the hard way there, but I wasn't wearing no shiny suit neither. I think you would have been just fine on death row. <laughs> <laughs> you were hungry either. The Crips or the Bloods. You only had two options. Yeah, I'd so, definitely been a, a gangbanger. Hands fucking down. You feel me? I think you would have been just fine. What do you think about your style over a dad's beat? Oh, man. That'd be fire that would be fire Daz, man just me personally i just i love how them west coast dudes produce their beats anyway mm-hmm. i'm and a real listen. big fan of rick rock word word yeah yeah yo see that's what i'm saying production wise yo it's just the sounds them niggas take so many elements of different eras of black music you get what i'm saying and Daz, yo that should be yeah they bring out some different shit definitely I see. Where, where we at now? A ghost face metal lungies. <laughs> uh, this had who was on this? Was Sheik on this? I think so. Uh, yeah, Sheik and Styles. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's see. This is off the Pretty Tony album. Um, dropped sixteen years ago. What makes Ghostface style of music different from any other member in the Woo? Ghostface style is like an abstract painting. Like, you gotta, like, look at it from different angles to get it. You get what I'm saying? Like, Ghostface has said some things that make no sense at all. (laughs) Ghost, what the fuck are you talking Mm -hmm. about? And he has a statement where he, like, you're not supposed to understand what the fuck I'm saying, nigga. It's art. Do you understand every painting that you fucking see? No, just let it be fucking art. And it's pretty much verbatim. You get what I'm saying? Nah, I mean... You know what I mean? <laughs> and fucking, he just, his style, like, his delivery, his tone of voice, his beats, you know what I mean? The content, like, he's a great storyteller. Ghost is just, he his, his whole aura, you know what I mean, musically, he stands out. He's hard to ignore. You get what I'm saying? Hey. Very dope, very dope. Plus, he says the, the wildest shit out of all of them. Yeah, he does. Not a fuck given. Ghostface narrating a children's book? That should be hilarious. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean he was going up the street, you feel me? And he and he he, he ain't had no food, right? So Oh my gosh, bro. What bro. the fuck he supposed to do? Excuse me, excuse me. What he supposed to do? Yo, you know, remember that episode of the Boondocks when he's talking to Huey and he's trying to, like, put him up with Stink Mina? I think it'll be like that, you know? I think it'll be like that. That should be fire. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Man, shout out to Ghostface, bro. Wow. I can really see that happening. If you hear this, Ghost, you should really do that. Shit, the nigga might have already done it. I might have to do some research on it. 
Whole time, right? Because right. he had the Gosadini joint, so you know. Mm-hmm. All right, song we're gonna go with. Sorry, we're gonna go with Kanye Glory. Kanye currently owns two properties. One has forty five hundred acres, and another with sixty five hundred acres. Right, with ideas to build a Yeezy campus for creators. What would you do with forty five hundred acres, Norm? And Stacy, what would you do with sixty five hundred acres? What is the first things you guys would build on there? A fucking house. A motherfucking house. See, he already got a house, nigga. I've been living in brick buildings my whole fucking life, mm. nigga. I'm building me a nice ass house. You know what I mean? Like a a house like I can move people in, like niggas I'm tight with, niggas, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. nah, we about to have a complex in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, that's a lot of acres, you get what I'm saying? You could really right. do whatever you want, you know what I mean? I probably have my property, then motherfucking uh, a little weed farm in the cut, you know what I mean? It's right. all types of shit, bro. I probably have a regular ass farm with regular animals, so when I'm high, I can have animals right there. You know what I mean? Probably a nice ass garden for the whole community. Should it be lit, bro? I just be high all the time with my own land. I'd be happy as a bitch. I'd definitely probably open up a pit bull kennel. I'd be doing all types of shit, nigga. The fucking options is limitless. Shit is real. Mm-hmm. Nigga got money and land. Come on, bro. You got land you could do whatever with. Like, the fuck? A campus? That's a fire ass idea. Like, niggas need that, son. Do that. Do that, Kanye. Yeah, I might be Joe Exotic. He might see me posted up with a tiger Ooh. next to the guest house. <laughs> That'd be fire as days. That'd be fire. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. I always finna post, Rich. I'm Owen, one of those. That'd be fire. Why not? Like, why not? A white one? I'm just different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a white one. I just want a tiger. Fuck it. Low key. Like, I don't know animal cruelty shit, but you get a white tiger, it's your slave. Man, look. You can let that fucking, what you say, mm-hmm. 600 something acres? You can get that nigga a whole patch of land for himself and let him do his fucking thing. Right. Like, exactly. out that bitch, you know what I mean? Like, yo, go, go have fun. Like, you could build a whole enclosure around, son, and just throw different animals out there, bitch. You never had no issue. Mm-hmm. Pretty oh, much. Wow. You know what I mean? It's a lot of land, bro. It's that a is lot a lot of, of land. With, you know what I mean? When the nigga was talking about I was like, how? What? Like, how? Like... Yo. And it's just land too, so that's that's like that's a blank canvas. Right, exactly, exactly. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't even know what I do. I do some real estate, build Corey a house, build me a house, do some wild shit. You know what I mean? Probably low key start like a circus. Gotta be fire. A circus? I could, yeah, that'd be dope. A motherfucking circus. I probably, I probably, you know, bullshit. I always said I wanted a, a monkey, mm. like a pet. Mon- monkeys are strong, though. They like rip like niggas' faces off. Yeah, now yeah. I'm just out here with all the arms. Them, them little cute joints, French Montana guy. <laughs> yeah, dang, with the pamper. <laughs> With the pamper, right. With the pamper. They probably change that monkey all the time, bro. All the time. They got to. That pamper. That monkey taking the wild monkey, monkey shits. Right, son. That's a wild, wild as shit. Anyway, uh, any shout outs? <laughs> um, shouts to y'all. Shouts to my dog, Lo. You know what I mean? Shouts to the fam as usual. Uh, 
man. Fucking shouts to everybody fucking staying out the way. You know what I mean? Y'all niggas stay out the way, stay out my way, so I ain't got to fucking yell at you. Um, that, that, that's it, man. How about you, Stace? I'll give a shout out to a couple of my friends. I have a few people that I know whose family members passed away from COVID. So if you've oh, lost man. somebody, um, wishing blessings, blessings upon blessings and strength. And then, of course, to you guys as well. Uh, shout out to uh, 420 Wrap Up. Shout out to Coach Class Podcast. Shout out to This Ain't No Podcast. Uh, shout out to Pre Pre's Destiny Podcast. Shout out to Lauren. Shout out to you guys for always believing in my ideas and being on the show all the time. Shout out to Che and Scratch Free Podcast. Um, man, yo, everything gonna be all right. We'll fi- we'll figure it out, good people. Right. Like we always do. Fuck face. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know how I end this Baltimore County. Forever.